Hazardous Opinions, and today we're doing Fargo. Oh, wouldn't you know it? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, so Fargo, uh, released back in 96, actually doesn't take place in North Dakota. What? Directed by uh, the Coen brothers, who did wonderful hits like uh, The Big Lebowski, uh, No Country for Old Men, and Bella to Buster Scruggs, uh, hit it out of the park once again. And starring a Pretty big cast. Uh, you got William H. Macy from Shameless Fame and, of course, tons of other stuff. Uh, Stu Buscemi, Jurassic Steve Park. Buscemi, who everyone knows. Uh, Peter Stormare, very uh, stoic in this one. And then uh, Frances McDormand, who plays our pregnant uh, protagonist. Yeah, what do, you, what do you guys think of this movie? It was pretty good. I I don't like how they uh the, how they depicted the Minnesotans in this though, it's not accurate at all. Oh, yeah. oh geez, very, very very thick Minnesotan accents like these. <laughs> yes, you know? a lot of, a lot of OGs and Jeepers. Yeah, like we don't say it that much. Oh, just a little bit. Uh, it's a wee bit here and there. Just a little. Bit. A wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you uh What do you give this movie out of ten? Uh, yeah, give it a seven. It was pretty funny. Yeah, see, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing, kind of more on the lines of like a six to seven out of ten. Yeah, it's really funny. Like, this seems to be like the poster child of everything Midwest, uh, <laughs> according to, uh, you know, everyone I've talked to. It's like, have you seen Fargo? This is like, no, I haven't seen Fargo. It's like the crown jewel of the Midwest. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's good. It's really funny only because of like the accents and a lot of crazy, crazy shit happens throughout this too that make it really funny. But uh, yeah. 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 Overall, this movie ended up in the high sevens, probably seven, 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 eight for me. If it wasn't for the continuing overuse of the accents throughout the movie, <laughs> I probably would have enjoyed this a little bit more. Yeah. But the comedy is really good, even though like it's not very like overt comedy, like people making a joke. It's just the situations that they're getting themselves into. It's yeah. Wonderful. Like how it started to where it's at, like the story of how he got there is just kind of insane. Mm hmm. The fact that it was based on a true story, too. Yeah, roughly on a true story, right? Because I remember at the beginning of the movie, it gave the description. The only thing that they changed, really, was the names of the people. It yep. did, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, basically, like, somebody went out there and uh, had somebody, or had their wife kidnapped and tried to get ransom money because, like, I never was able to figure out what he needed that money for. I knew he like had some cars that like were being leased or something or 
he owed loans out on or something because he's a car salesman. From what I got, I think he was giving out cars. And then that's why you kept seeing the uh, the guy badger him for the VIN numbers throughout it. But he didn't have them because he has been like selling the cars. So I think he was trying to pay all that back. But other than that, I'm See, not exactly sure what he needed the money for. See, what I, what I was thinking was, was I thought he was taking out loans on non-existing cars. Because I remember the guy kept asking for the numbers, but he didn't have a list of numbers. And I remember he was looking, like, what was it? He was looking at behind some random car and writing down the number on the back or something like that. That's what I was kind of thinking it was. I thought it was oh. like loans for fake cars. Okay. So he was just taking out loans for cars, but there was no cars. That yeah, makes a lot of sense, to, actually. Then he had to like pay it. And then he's got to like pay back the loans or something. And I think that's why he was like scheduling this sort of like fake kidnapping, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause he did say he took out like a $300,000 loan. With that one guy. Mm-hmm. $300,000 for a car. Yeah. It had to be, it mm-hmm. had to been like seven cars or something. No, I think he was buying um, the parking lots with that money. But he was the just using the cars as collateral to get the loan. Because he see. kept talking oh. about uh, building a lot before the uh, father-in-law yeah. decided yeah, to take that he, idea. Yeah, because he was like scouting out areas for the guy, right? Or no, he so. was like scouring out a, areas. They were having a meeting about it and they were talking about lots. Uh, really don't know what the lots was about. I knew his uh, father-in-law was like some rich guy that does investments mm-hmm. and he was actually trying to get him to invest in something, but I didn't really get what that was. It was like, what was it? He was trying to get him to invest in it. But the father-in-law wouldn't get any of the profit out of it, and then he was just like, "We're not a, we're not a bank." Um, yeah, named James, right? Was it, it was James? I think so. Something like that. Yeah, Jerry Lundegaard. Jerry, yeah, we're like we're not a bank, Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I get where the father the father-in-law is coming from because mm-hmm. he's basically not getting any profit out of it other than the interest, which, like you said in the the meeting, there is. Like pennies on the dollar compared to if he just invested himself. Mm-hmm. I, I was ha- I was having a really hard time trying to pick who I really wanted to like root for, kind of between the father in law and Jerry, because it was like on one hand the father in law is being a huge asshole about everything, <laughs> yeah. but then on the other hand you did kind of like arrange to have his daughter kidnapped and kind of like steal his money. <laughs> yeah. It's like, was, who do I really feel bad for in this situation? I think Jerry was more of a piece of shit in this movie than anyone. Uh, I mean, yeah, like, pretty much. What, I mean, I don't care how much money you need. What like mm-hmm. what drives you to do something like that? Oh, no, I exactly. Mean, go bankrupt before you just have your wife get uh, stage kidnapped. Even if it was like mm-hmm. planned, I don't even care. Like, you can't guarantee her safety like that, you know? Like, yeah. It just seems yeah, insane. I feel like unless I wasn't paying attention enough in the intro scenes, like he didn't show enough that he was disinterested in her. Hey, I, I get they were trying to maybe depict her as boring or something, or I don't know, but he didn't uh, feel like he lacked the motivation at times. Yeah. Like I almost, it almost kind of made me wonder if maybe he just kind of married her because her dad yeah. was who he was. 
to yeah. kind of almost like get money out of him. Then it kind of backfired and he was just like, well, Jeannie and Scotty will be taken care of. <laughs> yeah. That was just like the, that was the whole thing where it was like, okay, he just does not give a shit about Jerry at yeah. all. And I'm assuming they didn't have like a very good relationship at all up until, I mean, at all. So. Yep. Yeah. Even though the, the accents were a little, uh, over-exaggerated in most times, this movie did actually feel like quite at home with seeing all the familiar town names. Oh yeah. The snow of course was like, they had the accurate, like even scenes of the day after the plow where all the snow banks on the edge of the road are pretty much brown from all the dirt. It's like, oh, it just looks like standard winter back home. Yep. This, the, yep. This looks just like thing, that. The only thing that bothered me out of that is seeing the town, because I've been to all the towns that they're referring to, mm-hmm. and none of them are that barren. <laughs> And open where you <laughs> right. can literally see nothing in the distance. Like I've been to Brainerd and it's usually, it's a fairly, it's a fairly decent size. Like I want to call it a city. I'm pretty sure it's more, it's roughly a city basically. And uh, I was just looking, I was like, so where's all the buildings and <laughs> yeah. businesses and such. Cause it, yeah. like it, it kind of has like a lot of like small town vibes to it. Mm-hmm. I remember he was sitting at that house uh, talking to that guy when he was telling mm-hmm. him this whole story about whatever. I don't like he just like went on a whole tangent before he actually got to his point is like, yeah, that's why I called you. Mm-hmm. Remember that part? And then he was like, um, and then I was looking around. I saw that elevator in the background. I'm like, that's yeah. like every small town in the Midwest. You, you like you have a neighborhood and then you have a grain elevator somewhere next to it. <laughs> no, I was looking at it. I was like, what did they film this in my town or something? I swear to God, <laughs> I've seen that street. Exactly. Yeah, I uh, I did look through the filming locations and there's a lot of yeah like towns I've been to. Like they apparently filmed some scenes in Grafton. Um, Stillwater, Eden Prairie. I know they mention a lot of them in the movie as well, but I'm like, yeah, no, I know all those places. Oh, that's cool. I I grew up like super close to Grafton, like 45 minutes from there. Yeah, I could. uh, Apparently, that's where the um, money burying scene is when he brings a briefcase by the posts. That's cool. I can see that because it's uh, pretty barren out there. Yeah, it's just got to get out there and take up a million dollars. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or uh minus the 80k that they took for their fees, which <laughs> yeah. why were they why were they okay with 80k seeing how much was there? Oh no, like, I, okay. We're going to give this guy 9.2 million. Do you think Steve Buscemi was like lying to the other guy or something and saying like, "Oh, we're only getting 80k out of it or something," but arranged to, to he, be was. A he was He was definitely lying. a lying about that. Yeah, cuz really? I think yeah, I don't think they had any idea that it was a million dollars because he told them that it was going to be like three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars, and then yeah, he's like, "You'll get like eighty k of it plus the car," and then that's why they agreed to it. But I'm sure if they had any idea that there was a million dollars in that briefcase, there was no way they would have held their word with that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, I disagree. I feel like Bashemi didn't show any interest in going back for the money, uh, other than probably marking it to tell uh, Jerry because he was fighting over keeping the car compared to his truck. Like if he knew he was going to go cash another 900 grand after, I feel like he would have just given the guy his car. Oh, 
That does make that does kind of make sense for those things. Treatment. Yeah. Yeah. But like that's but like you would have at least took more than 80k, mm-hmm. right? If you if you knew it was a million dollars in there. Yep. So Yeah, but I mean they only showed us him taking 80k and he he split it fairly with his partner. Yeah. And uh partner was not too happy about that. This dude was a fucking weirdo, man. Okay, oh he's God. a psychopath, we all know that. But like dude was just weird. He was uh like saying one word sentences mm-hmm. throughout the whole car car ride which was like yep. what three four hours <laughs> uh, the constant smoking yeah. you'd see him, it'd keep panning over to him and like the ash would be just getting longer and longer and you just have one big long piece of ash just hanging there <laughs> yeah i don't think he was all there like he seems like he was like dissociated the whole time and um i, I love when buscemi acknowledges it though and he's like fine mm-hmm. Just won't talk. We'll see how how you like it. <laughs> it just keeps going off. Uh, stop talking. Yeah, won't talk. <laughs> Quiet the whole time. We're not talking. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that guy's been in other like Coen Brothers movies, right? I know for a fact. Yeah, I think I, I think he was playing like one of the nihilists or something in Big Lebowski. I think he's been in most of them, if I remember correctly. Hmm. I can't remember stuff. who he is though. But uh, Stormare is a big actor, but he's never okay. like, I feel like I never see him as like a, a main guy. Mm-hmm. He's always secondary things, but he's a, I think he's Swedish. So Peter Stormare. Swedish? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm he's trying Swedish. to figure out because I thought he was German at first. He but was in of, Armageddon and yeah. Constantine. 200 plus credits. So he's a, he's a big actor. He played hmm. Satan in Constantine. That's cool. Like Keanu Reeves Constantine or like the yeah. animated Constantine? Okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, it was Keanu Reeves Constantine. There's a there's an animated Constantine? Oh, yeah. Like, what is it? It's Constantine City of Demons or something like that. Oh. It's cool. pretty sweet. It's like if you like any of the uh, animated DC movies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think I do. Like I, I remember watching... Um, uh, what was it? I, I forget what it was called, but it was about the Flash mostly, and uh, or was, I think it was called Flashpoint. Oh, Flashpoint Paradox. Yes, that's a crazy one. That one's yeah, like, very gory. Mm-hmm, like oh, super gory, and then it's like goes back and then what was it? Uh, what was it? one of the twists was like Batman is actually like it was Thomas Wayne. And yep. the Joker ended up being Martha Wayne because she went crazy because Bruce was the one that got killed in that timeline. Yeah. Yeah, that that was a crazy movie. I love that. No, the comic. If it's like that, I'll have to it. check it out. No, the comic version of that line is like super like awesome, too. Oh, I bet. Anyways. I know comics do like are usually more brutal than animated series. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The title cards in this movie got me very excited to see. <laughs> just because i'm like actually seeing uh places i know for once mm-hmm. like there's a movie on netflix called like fractured that was supposedly filmed or um like taking place in upper minnesota and north dakota but wow. it was all actually filmed in canada this one actually has some filming locations in north dakota minnesota so mm-hmm. it's really cool to see those and then we get the title card at the end saying bismarck and like I feel like I recognize the location of where that um, 
motel area is. Yeah. And um, I like I was thinking like it may not look like it, but we don't know how much a city can grow in like what it'd be 40 years now. Cause this, this mm-hmm. like took place back in the eighties. Uh, I think so, it was like, like 80, 84, like 86. 80. Something like that. I thought it was For, like, like the, uh, it released in 96. So you mean like the, when it takes place? Yeah. When it takes place. I what think it was frame? in the eighties. Oh, yeah, sure. I know Bismarck has grown considerably in the last 20 years. Yeah. So I, I guess I can't really confirm that because I haven't been around that long, but <laughs> it could be the case where they started out as smaller towns. Yep. Uh, but then again, they weren't even filmed in the actual location, so I guess we'll never know. <laughs> so who had the uh, best Midwestern accent here? Your guys' thoughts? Oh, by far, the the chief, uh, the chief of police, like lady. Yeah, Marge. Yeah, Marge. Yeah, Marge. By Marge. far. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And like just, like, Gene also had really thick accent too. Mm-hmm. Gene, that was the father. No, Gene Lundergaard, his wife. Oh yes, yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, like 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 Marge. I can just picture her as somebody back from my hometown because there is somebody <laughs> who does have. Uh, thick enough accent just like that. Oh, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. Like, I have relatives that I meet up with every year, and every time I'm just like, I kind of get zoned out in their accent. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, this is really, <laughs> this is really the true Minnesotan. <laughs> it's really happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True Minnesotan. Uh, I can't say, I can't say much. I do know it tends to get a little thicker the closer I get back home because I'm from way up north and now that I moved like way more down to southern Minnesota I can't really hear it when I do it that much but when I go back up north it gets like way worse especially when I'm around my friends yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah. Uh, don't you know it's just (laughs) like a really just really hard R's and then like really like long O's oh yeah (laughs) go go for a dart there bud yeah let's go out for a dart oh yeah (laughs) for a yeah. two. <laughs> um Buscemi and um William Macy looks so fucking young in this movie. I know. Like I feel bad that even like Buscemi looks a lot better as a as a younger guy. Like mm-hmm. I don't think he's aged well, but I feel bad that he was still referred to as the weird looking one throughout the whole movie. <laughs> the funny looking guy. Yeah, well, he's just funny looking. Yeah. <laughs> just just all around just weird. Just in general, oh. just funny looking. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like, I died when they did that. They're just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> it, that's oh when, god. like, at those points, that's when you know it's like exaggerated because, like, you, know, you mm-hmm. I don't hear anybody that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Just like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, oh yeah. <laughs> There's a sex scene later with Buscemi when uh-huh. he uh, picks up that other girl and she's like, <laughs> she's going off about her accent too and during the thing. She's like, oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Keep going. There he is. <laughs> He's uh-huh. awake now, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. 
God, it seems so weird where it's just both of them at the same time in the same hotel room beds right next to each other. <laughs> I know. It's like they couldn't get like, two like, hotel God, rooms. Put up like a blanket or something. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> uh, well, the, Macy as a whole is, I guess, kind of our villain throughout the movie. He's slick, but not very slick. Like he, he almost feels like a Ned Flanders trying to commit crime to me. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't succeed. Like he keeps trying to upsell these people and he's just not a good salesman. He keeps trying to sell them on this $500 uh, clear coat or whatever it is to help protect against the salt, which is probably the most accurate reference that uh, this movie makes. The <laughs> salt absolutely ruining your cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a terrible liar too. <laughs> I'm oh, surprised. Oh no, you don't want the cops. Don't just don't involve them. No. Yeah, don't don't oh, no. like, He said just me. Yeah. And he's like uh at, when Marge came to question him uh about the cars, the stolen car, like you could tell. Like I don't know how she didn't pick up on it. It didn't seem like she did. But it was clear that he was lying because he was just so nervous. <laughs> Oh, it was just driving me nuts. He seemed like so, like just kind of whiny in that scene. He was just like, "What do you mean you do? I you don't trust my counting? I just counted the other day. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fine, like, I'll go out and count the cars." It's clear <laughs> that he's. It's clear that he was lying. It's like, and then she's just yeah. like, "Okay, well, I got time." And she's just like, like, are you, are you "Fucking serious?" This reminds and he me just of- took off. Of like a Walt and Breaking <laughs> Bad, like before he actually like gets into the criminal environment, like the first time when he's in his underwear about to be arrested and or thinks he's about to be. Mm. And that's just kind of how Macy is through the whole movie. Like it's his first crime and he's just ready to give up at any moment. Almost. He's just, he's just a really bad liar and just not mm. good at crime. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm surprised, uh, his, uh, uh, his father-in-law, what's his name? Wade. Wade, yeah. Wade, I'm surprised Wade. he never caught on to his shadiness either. He's like, no, 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 it has to be me. Has well, even to the be ac- just me. Well, even the accountant was starting to like go along with him too, where it's just like, oh, I, I don't know, Wade. I think we should listen to Jerry on this one. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> clearly, he's lying, man. Yeah, I suppose when your daughter's kidnapped, you probably don't think as clearly. Yeah, yeah. What the mm. hell was that kidnapping scene too? Like. Stormare is just oh, yeah. walking around the thing, <laughs> taking his time while she's freaking out. She, I thought she killed herself rolling down the stairs, and this is well, going to be a whole different movie. Well, what I was kind of, what kind of was made me a little confused was I couldn't tell if she was watching the TV when he was just standing there in the doorway, or if she was watching him kind of be I like. I think she was watching him. I was just like, well, what's he going to do next? And then crash through the door. It was like it was a solid like <laughs> yes. two minutes of them just making solid eye contact until just. <laughs> I think she just doesn't have survival instinct whatsoever. <laughs> like she almost killed herself in the fucking shower curtain thing rolling down the stairs. Dude, that was so stupid. She just was running around with <laughs> no. this shower curtain all over her <laughs> and then she fell down the stairs. <laughs> I literally looked at I looked at Kelsey and I was just like I was like, how fucking hard is it to take off a shower curtain? <laughs> exactly. it's, like, it's barely on her. She's like spinning around doing a whole ballerina dance while this shower curtain's all over her, just freaking out. And she fell down the stairs. Ugh. I thought it was funny that they were making eye contact, and then mm. I was just like 
I'm like, is she going to do something? (laughs) He's just this guy with the stone cold face all the time, just bust through the window. (laughs) And then she starts screaming and then running away. But um, I mean, it's not that I mean, not that funny, but like it just it just the whole thing was just weird. Oh, they were just staring at each other. (laughs) The most incompetent criminal meets the most incompetent victim. (laughs) Yeah, he is incompetent because like. Like I like the last thing I expected, I guess I kind of half expected this because he was like he was psycho. But mm-hmm. when they were <laughs> when they were uh, they killed the cop and was dragging his body. And uh, I figured that they would like try to hide the body or something <laughs> as the car, the, which they could see probably a mile out because it's dark. Mm-hmm. They have their headlights on. And he's just like, yeah, I'm just going to keep struggling, taking my time. Like, is he going to come up with something slick? He stopped. (laughs) And then I'm like, is he going to come up with something slick? Like, is he going to, like, lay him over the hood and be like, are you okay or something? Like, I don't know. I I didn't know what was going to happen. But, no, he just sat there. And then the two kids saw them as they drove by. And then he put it in gear. I'm like, oh, my God, this guy is going to go crazy here. I almost half expected Steve Buscemi to like weaken at Bernie as the cop and just be like, hi, nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, he could have just done some pu- puppet shit or something, but he just stopped I, and stared at him. I'm glad you, brought, you caught me. I'm glad you brought up that scene because I love, absolutely love cheesy old school gore where he <laughs> shot him in the head. It's just literal, a literal fountain of blood shoots out the top of his head <laughs> yeah it's just like holy crap how high was that guy's blood pressure right yeah it was just you just keep holding him there and i'm like you're about to animate in blood yeah <laughs> and they just push him back out and then the only by the grace of god are they lucky that the fucking kids crashed because they were gonna get away <laughs> they were like oh <laughs> man it's like oh. three stooges is the criminals <laughs> or uh the guys from uh, Home Alone, like trying to mm-hmm. fucking kidnap someone. <laughs> Mop, I shot the cop. <laughs> I don't know how they thought they could get away with all that. Though that was my thing. Just like mm-hmm. you've been better off just taking off at that point. Like drop the body, just run, go somewhere. But then they had the they had the kidnap. They had the kidnapped lady. So Yo. I suppose by the time mm-hmm. the cops were called and they were looking for them, it'd be hard for them to hide. No, exactly. But they, then again, these cops were kind of just—they're—they're they're not like the best police force ever, <laughs> because there was like a triple murder, and then they just sent two cops out to go check it out, and they're like, "Oh, oh geez, a triple <laughs> homicide, eh? Oh, yeah? Triple homicide. Oh, oh yeah. She got woke up like... in the middle of the night for that shit, and then she oh, just three like, people. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. Yeah. Looks like this one took it in the head. Oh yeah. Oh, and these two, these two saw it and then went into a high-speed pursuit down the road, and then he took it in the back, and then she took it in the face. Must have been a defensive wound. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. That was pretty oh, much she, how I went too. She starts explaining shit to her partner in the car there too, and just like you're, you're an idiot. He just yeah. doesn't get. It. Yeah, he's just like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, oh. Wow. oh. Wow. Oh, geez. I, <laughs> he's, yeah, one thing, I love the character Norm. 
He's yeah. the most like unimportant character in the movie, but it's just like, oh, how's your painting, Norm? And at the very end, we get to find out how his painting went. He's yeah. like, oh, I took third in the stamp competition. I was like, oh, yeah. good for you, Norm. End good of the movie. <laughs> so it's, I wonder. It's nice to see such a simple couple though in a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like she's just doing her job, and that's pretty much how like how the whole story goes. She's just investigating and doing all that stuff. As like eight months pregnant as well. Eight months pregnant. Yeah. Why? Always like, why is she working? <laughs> it's like don't go in there. Like <laughs> when she's pursuing um, Stormare mm-hmm. there at the end. Like why are you walking up there? You yeah. don't know what's going on. Wait for backup. Yeah. She's lucky that he was incompetent as well and didn't know what to do. He just <laughs> took off into the lake. <laughs> she just <laughs> yelled at him three times before he even notices her. Hey, stop. Hey. Stop that. <laughs> just stop out. wood chipping that man. I heard the wood chipper. I'm like, oh my God. I knew he knocked him out with a shovel. I had no idea he was going to put him in a wood chipper. Why, why would you shove somebody? Why would you shove somebody into a wood chipper in the middle of a blanket of snow? So there's just a giant like <laughs> area of blood. You don't think somebody's gonna come by and be like, "Oh, that seems pretty normal." Yeah. Let's keep oh, whatever. These are terrible Airbnb guests. <laughs> <laughs> the worst um, part is that like I, fo- I forgot what I was gonna say. All right. <laughs> Sorry, ADHD I, moment. I, I, point, I think my favorite underrepresented character in this movie was Shep. I can't remember his last name, but he's just so simple. He was also just one word mm-hmm. things. Oh, and yeah. he gets to get to watch him beat the shit out of Buscemi in a very realistic <laughs> scene with him in the belt. That was belt. so unexpected, man. It's like, I really want to see the behind the scenes for that scene of like how they do that all in one shot with the bruising appearing there as he's hitting him with the belt. <laughs> he beats up Steve Buscemi. The one guy comes by and he's just like, what's going on here? And kicks him. He's <laughs> yeah, a stranger. Dude's just pissed. He's got to take it out and who's ever near. Yeah, because uh, the whole like, point he was pissed is because Marge was uh, investigating and just was asking him questions. And he automatically went to... Uh, Carl or Steve Buscemi, who was yep. uh, supposed to do like he was like his he vouched for him in this operation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he has a lot of connections. Yeah, I mean, you make good connections in prison, I guess. Sure, other prisoners. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, is that what was? No. Uh, yeah, because he was saying he didn't want to go back to Stillwater because he's on probation. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, Shep was, but. Why was Buscemi having sex with a girl in Shep's apartment? <laughs> Wait, that was his apartment? I thought that was like that was a random apartment. hotel room. I thought, I it, thought was... it was too. Oh, I thought it was his place or something. Or else I, don't I thought it was his apartment. I thought he beat down. him up because like, the cops went and questioned him. Oh. Yeah, as far as I know, like Shep just sought him out and just went to go beat the shit out of him. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes more sense. I was like, why is Buscemi in his home? <laughs> No. And he calls. And he calls up. Well, Jerry. the guy in the the hallway knew Shep, though. So did he? I don't know. So I thought he said him by name. Oh, maybe. But uh, I, I could don't be know. wrong with that. <laughs> it could be the case. 
Good scene, nonetheless. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about Wade's death? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, man. They had to throw in oh, a joke that somebody dies, though. God. He gets shot, and it's like, oh it's... no! And then he's like, oh jeez! You just can't help but laugh. He's like, why would you say that? Lean forward. <laughs> he gets so much time to shoot back. He, he grazes he him, and then just sits there. So why not just take the gun out from the very beginning? Yeah, I guess yeah, maybe should have done that. Buscemi was gonna shoot him, but mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he had the he had the gun loaded and everything, and he was like, "Yeah, where's he's like practicing practicing his lines? He's like, where's mm-hmm. my daughter? Here's your money. Where's my daughter?'" <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I thought it Who was going to be. Who the fuck are you? The whole time I'm yelling, "Just shoot him, man! Just shoot! Pull out your gun! Shoot him back!" And he just never it's did, like, and then he shot him again. I was thinking at at some point uh, Wade would figure out that his son in law was uh, pulling or orchestrating this whole thing. But the Never way that uh, Buscemi acted there, it's like, who the fuck are you? I told you I'm done fucking around. <laughs> I, I really, really wish that when Steve Buscemi came flying out of the parking lot, the guy would have been like, that'll be $4, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you're in some position of authority just because you wear that fucking coat. Here's your four fucking dollars. <laughs> Oh, poor guy. That would have been the second interaction. He he just was not dealing with it, so he just shot him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're just out here killing everybody. Yeah. Over just don't care. 40,000 job. I mean, if there were going to be millionaires after this, I could. Mm-hmm. I guess I could see it, but... For 80 I mean, grand? Like, this is the 80s. We still had... This is the 80s, you're right. Pretty progressed still at this point yeah. of crime detection. Like, they're going to find you. Yeah. Like, maybe not DNA yet, but they're going to find you guys. I really liked, though, that they really kind of made it clear that Steve Buscemi's character was not from Minnesota. Like, just for example, <laughs> the part where he was burying the bag of money and everything, I was just kind of thinking, like, well, clearly he's never been here before because with the amount of blizzards that have been going on in this movie, that thing's going to be plenty buried by the time he mm-hmm. goes back there tomorrow. <laughs> yep. yep. Absolutely. It, there was also like a trail of blood everywhere too, right where he buried it. <laughs> <laughs> so bleeding from the face mm-hmm. without cleaning it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had like sticking. newspaper sticked on his face or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, wondering what that was because it almost looked like a bandage or something, but I feel like that would hurt to rip off. I think he was just Absolutely. taking like paper towels or something, just clotting the blood and stuff on his face. <laughs> oh, man. I would have gave up at that point. I was like, I'm going home. I guess he didn't have a home. I don't know. I, I don't know where he comes from. Does he have a home in Fargo? Mm-hmm. That's where we picked him up at. I don't know. I don't know if he was from Fargo or what. Okay, one thing that was kind of bothering me. Did Jeannie died at the end, right? Like she was 100% dead or was she knocked out? Jeannie, because the way they talked about her, they I thought they said she was dead. Okay, cuz I cuz when he walked in and um was it the one guy was just sitting there watching TV and she's on the floor and he was just like 
she was screaming and i was just like i was just yeah. I, I he was said like, he hit her but yeah. later on the uh, margie says and that must be um gene up in the floor in the cabin i thought she was like referring to her like being dead then I don't know. Unless I was, she was watching, just knocked out for that long. <laughs> I was watching it, and then Kelsey said that there was blood on the stove. So I was thinking, like, he must have just like just shot her. He seems crazy enough that he'd just be like, whatever, bang. Yeah, I was thinking they did something with the oven because the oven was open. But then uh, Corny was like, "Yeah, they're probably just trying to heat the place. It's cold in there." I'm like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, did they shove her <laughs> face in the oven? I'm like, oh, no. What the fuck? I wouldn't put it past him, though. That dude is weird. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. crazy. Oh. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys noticed this at all, but Shep, uh, anytime he talked, it almost sounded like his lines were dubbed over. Like it wasn't happening in the same office that everyone else was. I don't know if you guys felt that at all. They just They felt weirdly like dubbed or like echoey like, compared to everyone else's lines. I, could, I didn't I could notice kinda, that. I can, when you mention that, I can kind of like see it now. It sort of just sort of seemed like he, he was just kind of in there, did his thing, and then later on, he's talking. It's just like no, yep, yeah. <laughs> yep, nope. It almost had like like narrative voiceovers when he talked. Mm-hmm. It could be the case. What are you doing? Get out of Minneapolis! <laughs> <laughs> Don't come back here. That was played by Steve Revis, who's an actor and producer. He produces movies. He produced one movie. Mm. <laughs> movie uh, singular. Yeah. What other stuff has he been in? He's in Fishing Naked, The Jungle Dress, Road to Paloma. I've never seen any of these. The, Cher- the Cherokee Word for Water. Hmm. Nothing that I recognize. A lot of TV movies and TV miniseries. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. So you guys ever seen the show at all? With, I haven't uh, seen, I, I Chris, no, Chris I've Rock never seen the show before. It's got a bunch of like pretty good actors in the show I've seen. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't started it yet, but it, it's better rated than the movie. So I feel like I should take a watch of it eventually. Yeah, I wonder if it has anything to do with the movie. It's yeah, probably I just like check- Midwestern crime. <laughs> I wouldn't mind checking it out sometime. Just to see it. Well, now that I've seen the movie, I kind of want to see if it's roughly kind of similar, kind of like a similar feel to it. Yeah, which could be the case. I mean, just disposing bodies and just <laughs> a lot of stupid shit. Yeah. So uh, what else you guys been watching lately? Any good recommends? Uh, Kelsey and I have been to the movies a lot lately and we just um was it the last two we watched were when we saw evil dead rise oh um, yeah nothing <laughs> nothing like the original <laughs> movies what like anything like the uh the rebooted evil dead one at all it's a lot more similar to that it's mostly in the sense it's not a lot like the original because the graphics and everything are so like a lot more realistic now <laughs> where it's a lot harder to watch. Like the best, like personally, in my opinion, the best part of the original evil dead movies was how cheesy the gore was and yeah. like how 
like, like basically like kind of how crappy the effects were. Like it was just a lot more fun to watch, especially in Army of Darkness, where the fucking skeleton army. Yeah, the scale the skeletons yeah. or like so the great. scene where he'd have like little tiny ashes running around, so it's a bunch of little hymns and stuff. <laughs> so like it was it was fine, in my opinion, I guess. Like it has a really cool sort of twist at the end that I don't that I won't spoil or anything like that. I don't know if I'd ever go see it again, but we saw that. And then we also saw the new transformers. That was the most recent one we just watched. Oh, is that one we're seeing? Is it more kiddish? It's, it kind of looked like it's better than how the critic, the critics describe it. Like personally, I don't really trust the critics anymore because most of them will say a movie's bad, but when you go see it, it's like, I don't know what they're talking about. It was great. Like, yeah, it wasn't it a lot. Yeah, like <clears throat> it was kind of cheesy. I guess you could call. I guess you could call it. But overall, I thought it was really good. I loved um, Transformers: Beast Wars. You know, back when it was out, mm-hmm. so it was really kind of cool seeing like Optimus Primal and Rhinox and Cheetor and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. Um, Pete Davidson was hilarious in it. He was like he played the perfect Mirage <laughs> in it. But I'd say it's I'd say it's worth watching at least once. Okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen um, Transformers since uh, the second one. I knew like a bunch of them came out since then. Yeah. I, I think the first two had, um, what was his name? Shia LaBeouf in them. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the rest of them were kind of, uh, it was still like Transformers stuff, but like uh, just like with different people every time. And uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just never really got into it i mean I, I guess i never really cared for the first two i guess so i guess that's why i never watched him but yeah yeah i mean i, I definitely like the new leads didn't really uh deter me from watching it it's just like oh it's another transformers movie it's you know big robots i mean so <laughs> usually i would be into that stuff like i like godzilla and um king kong and stuff like that but like I don't know. Something about Transformers is like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I got uh, a movie and a show recommendation for you guys. Uh, I finally got around to watching Red Dragon, the uh, prequel to uh, Silence of the Lambs. And it is just as good. I think it's on that same level for me. I really enjoyed it. Uh, It's got Anthony Hopkins and uh, Edward Norton in it. Very good thrilling um cop murder mystery film where they're chasing down a serial killer and i started the show uh suits which is also very good uh i think i probably mostly enjoy it because it's in the legal profession so it kind of mixes well with work and like getting to view it in uh how accurate is this to real life way Um, all right that one doesn't it, have uh, anyone big in it other than um has Megan Markle in it, which was surprising. I didn't realize she ever did acting, uh, which is pretty cool. Is it uh, similar to like uh, Mad Men or House of Cards or whatever? Uh, I haven't seen Mad Men, but it is very different than House of Cards. I would put it up. It's pretty close to Boston Legal. It's It's this guy who 
is super smart and has a photographic memory where anything he reads once, like he'll remember it forever. Or oh, like an endemic memory. memory. Yeah, like he just, just doesn't forget things. So he fakes people's LSATs for a while before running into a situation where he actually gets to work at a law firm without actually going to college. And so it's kind of wow. just him working his way into being a lawyer without actually ever having went to uh, law school. So it's a pretty cool. interesting um, crime show. Is he a, like, uh, is it kind of like a crime show where like they, uh, like each episode they kind of like solve the crime? I guess <laughs> and then I should say more the next one legal show because it's it's more business law than criminal law. Oh, okay. So like they, they talk about mergers and I don't know. There's a whole bunch of stuff in it, but it's, it's very interesting. There's a lot of courtroom drama in there too. They throw some okay. criminal cases in there. They kind of just do whatever they can to make the episodes exciting while sprinkling the side story in there. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Watching anything good lately? I haven't, haven't watched. Well, okay. I, I've seen uh, John Wick four recently. That was really good. Oh, that was yeah. like, that's that's probably either that's probably my favorite John Wick of all all of them. I mean, because a high bar to hit. It is because like it was just like it was great because they had the whole scene with the the top view and he was just like running through the building and fighting all those guys and that was really cool and but like it it kind of just like <laughs> they uh. They kind of stalled it, it seemed like, at some points, because uh, like I, I, I see the whole point was him trying to get to that that showdown or whatever. But there was mm-hmm. so much shit happening before he got to that point. I'm like, OK, is he actually going to make it to that or is it just another thing? Because it got to a point where you're like, OK, another thing's going to happen. Then he actually got there. It was a great ending to that series. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. Hmm. They're good. They're really good action films. Um, if you if you're just there for like the action, you want to see some cool stunts and uh, fight scenes and stuff like John Wick is uh, pretty good on that tier. Yep, that's like, um, yeah, not not I wouldn't say like top tier story or anything like that. I think the story definitely takes it no. back for uh, especially like yeah. in the first one. It's very, very loose, but that's all you need for the the movie to kick off. It's definitely like what people say, like Kung Fu movies are good for, except just with guns. Like you you just go over there for the fighting and cinematography, basically. You call it gun fu. Yeah, basically. But yeah, they uh, upped it up a notch in the fourth one. I mean, they kind of just. They outdo themselves with each movie for sure. But and they actually did it with the fourth one, too. And uh, yeah, it's like if you if you haven't seen the series, I definitely recommend watching all of them beginning to end. Have you ever seen uh, Greenland? Greenland. Yes. So, yeah, that one's good. I was surprised. I was going into that like this is going to be 2012. It's going to be cheesy as fuck. Going to be stupid disaster but you're going to just enjoy things being destroyed. And I came out yep. like, wow, that actually had some fucking heart and like serious yeah, scenes. like meaning like drama to it. Like it was good. Yeah. It's it just like, it's kind of like the walking dead where, you know, 
your own survival comes before anybody else's, I guess. I mean, in face in the face of something like that, you don't know how people are going to act. And it's like interesting to see. Yeah. Just finished season 11, the final season of uh, The Walking Dead. Yeah, I used to be in The Walking Dead. I stopped watching after season six, I think. Because it, it kind of felt like it was kind of dragging on at that point. Uh, I don't, <laughs> oh, there's more. <laughs> there's more. Yeah, there's more. More dragging. Yeah. It's kind of good here and there. But like, I mean, it seems like after five and six, like it just kind of really just doesn't keep the same pace as it used to. Yeah. So if you guys want to uh, reach out to us and send us any of your movie suggestions or things you've been watching lately that you think we should see. Uh, we have an Instagram and we also have an email. Both are hazardous opinions pod at Instagram or on Gmail. And then we also have a discord. You can join in the description of the show notes and uh, just chat with us there. Live time. Yep. We're, we're expecting you. So you better not be late. <laughs> What are we uh, covering next month, Mr. Eric? I think this one is your pick. This is my pick. It's I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I'm super excited for it, though. It is uh, Matrix Reloaded. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will be uh, the first sequel I think we've cut or covered so far on here now. Yep. So, the first one. Yes. Like the first uh, mo- second movie of a series. Yes. We have started some trilogies and anthologies but this would be the first time we get to the second one of that series yeah yeah gonna be good oh you betcha uh don't you know (laughs) it was very super oh (laughs) jeez well we will uh see you guys next time Catch you later.